Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hello, folks. Welcome to today's podcast. And I have <laughs> so much to talk about. Um, but but we may not get to all of it. So this may be a two-part series. So I'm going to uh, just give you some headlines super fast here. So from Harbinger's Daily, here's an article that caught my eye. The rotten fruit of decades of propaganda and twisted sexual ideas being promoted as normal. And you'll know this author. This is David Furialzo. Absolutely, uh, really do like him. He's very good, very good. And um, another one. The UN Summit goals, folks. This is the UN Summit, United Nations. You know, those folks uh, that are pretty much everywhere. Have little blue caps on, little blue helmets. You know, they kind of remind me of like the little Star Trek guys with the guns. You know, those little white things, what are they called? <laughs> anyway, so AI robots could run the world better than humans. We'll talk about that from technocracy.news. Technocracy.news. And... Brought to you again by HarbingersDaily.com. The blessed hope. The blessed hope. These scoffers are gaining too much territory and too many followers. I mentioned this yesterday. It's Jan Markell. She was uh, going back, talking about an older article that she wrote, but has some different good stuff in there. So, And um, it's crazy because how long ago she wrote that and how much more, more has happened and how much that article she wrote is so much truer today than it was when she wrote it then. And so we'll talk about that and go woke, go broke, WND.com. And they're going to tell us about the Anheuser-Busch CEO issues underhanded threat to boycotters and i'm going to tell you why well actually i'm not i'm going to read to you why but c douglas golden from the western journal is going to tell you why and uh he published that article on the 14th of july what else do we have going on so un prepares emergency powers to set the stage for global government what yes folks and you know him he's yeah, he's a pretty good guy. I like him. It's Michael Snyder from End of the American Dream. And you can catch that at prophecynewswatch.com, posted on the 14th of July. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And one thing I'm going to touch on right now, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I'm sure you probably are. I'm sure you've heard a little bit of what is going on at these concerts. But I'm going to tell you, mass casualty at concerts, vaccinated crowds die suddenly folks this is happening a lot and uh, we'll talk about that briefly and here's a little picture from Woodstock from back in 1969 but this article was posted by Dr. William Makus via Global Research uploaded on the 14th of July of this year 23 you can also find that at technocracy.news and so I want to briefly touch on that and one other thing this is going to um let you know how far we have gone down the Romans 1 road that the Bible has talked about and told us that was coming. We are uh, the countries in a reprobate mind, which means they think like an animal. They can't think for themselves anymore. No common sense. And this is by Sean Bradley Witzman. Um, and it was at thegatewaypundit.com. And I'm going to just read you. Um, the headline and you're going to say oh that's where she's going with this so academy of breastfeeding medicine 
quote, inducing lactation may present more of a challenge for transgender individuals, unquote. The CDC highlights stunning scientific discoveries from Clown World in official handout. This is official handout. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Health Equity Considerations, unquote, handout is an exercise of insanity. Reminding anyone who's willing to listen that an individual does not need to have given birth to breastfeed or chest feed, unquote. I literally threw up when I just read that sentence. I just want you guys to know that. I do this for y'all. I'm just kidding. So that's right. This is where we're at. Uh, They say the government uses taxpayer dollars to explain this. Uh, Folks, once again, this article is by Sean Bradley Whitsman. You can find it at thegatewaypundit.com. So in the three-page diatribe filled with fake woke interpretations of reality, the government agency tasked with equitably protecting health, safety, and security may have now reached maximum clown world potential. On page one of the free-to-download pamphlet of preposterous nonsense, Americans are reminded that discrimination-based inequities have resulted in, quote, disparities in breastfeeding among different groups in the United States. One can only shudder to think that these that things could get any more absurd until they do. On page two, the handout states, quote, remember that transgender and non-binary gendered individuals may give birth in breastfeed or feed at the chest, quote, chest feed, uh, the gender identity or expression. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, that was so hard to get out. Sorry. Expression of transgender individuals is different from their sex at birth. Oh, folks, I can't. I just can't. Oh, oh, they have new words for it. um, Some families may have other preferred terminology for how they feed their babies, such as nursing. I can't even say it, but I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I can't, it's absurd, it is disgusting, and wait, there's more, he says, but wait, there's more, and, and here is a crazy looking woman, um, my goodness, she looks mad, she looks mad like a, like a bull fixing to stampede somebody, and she's, uh, you know that little paint you used to get when you were kids, and you could like put that little bubble paint stuff or whatever it is on your t-shirts, you know, and you could kind of like make your own shirts, you know, way back before we had all these printers and stuff. Yeah, this is what she's got wrote on here, Protect Trans, some other crap. Anyway, so the final page provides a link to an Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine Protocol, which details lactation care for the alphabet folks. And then it says, I am going to go there. Um, on page three of the protocol, ABM explains the fascinating details behind a biological man's complicated ability to breastfeed. Uh, folks, I can't make this stuff up. I cannot make this stuff up. We are living in... Let me come over here. I'm just going to pull this up here for you guys. Uh, and my olive tree Bible software on my computer here because uh, it's super simple to get to. And I can make it as big as I want to because you guys know me. If you haven't listened to me very long, I am blind as a bat. I should have Braille on my computer screen. No, not that bad. I'm getting there. But um, so I wanted to read to you guys. This is the Roman, when I say Romans 1 culture, a lot of you people new to this podcast may be like, well, what is she talking about? So I'm going to tell you guys. So. This is what we're talking about. This is Romans 1. And I'm going to start in verse 16 because I just love this. 
For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. I love that. I love it because I'm not ashamed of the gospel. If you're a Christian, I hope you aren't either. So God's wrath on unrighteousness, folks. This is what I want to talk to you guys about. This is Romans 1. So Romans 1 chapter 18 tells us, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts. And their foolish hearts were darkened, professing to be wise. They became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Verse 24 continues and says, Therefore God, here we go, Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions for even their women exchanged the natural use uh, for what is against nature likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another men with men committing what is shameful in receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting being filled with all unrighteousness sexual immorality wicked covetousness maliciousness full of envy murder strife deceit evil mindedness they are whispers backbiters haters of god violent proud boasters inventors of evil things disobedient to parents undiscerning untrustworthy unloving unforgiving unmerciful who knowing the righteous judgment of god that those who practice such things are deserving of death not only do the same but also approve of those who practice them there's your Bible study for today, folks. That is Romans 1 right there. So when we say a Romans 1 culture, then you know exactly what people are talking about. And you look around the world and you can see that's where we're at. That's where we're at. There's much, much more um, to that. And you guys can read in chapter 2 of Romans because I'm um, telling you, I love I love the word of God and I hope you guys love the word of God too. But we can see like what I just read you from this headline from the gatewaypunter.com. Um that that's where we're at. They reason like animals. They can't they can't think. And if you look at this one woman on this, you'll be like, Whoa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, folks. Um, thank you uh to the author Sean Bradley Witzman who wrote that article. And um I don't know how he he did that because I couldn't have stomach half the words I had to say out of my mouth that was terrible but I'm going to click that off so I don't uh, lose my place and then 
uh, don't get to what I really want to say. So right now, before I get into some more headlines, I want to give you guys some hope. Um, this is Todd Hampson. Um, if you're not familiar with him, fantastic, great books, very uh, artistically talented. I love them. Love them. Go to Amazon. Go to his website and check it out. You can go to ToddHampson.com. That is T-O-D-D, Hampson, H-A-M-P, as in Paul, S-O-N.com. Go check him out. So he says, are you okay? Here's your oxygen mask. So he says, if you've ever flown on a plane, you'll recall the instructions given in the event that the cabin loses pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the ceiling. Put your mask on first before helping others. First of all, it always seems a bit strange to me how nonchalant those instructions sound. He says what they are really saying is if someone breaks a hole into this plane and all of the air gets sucked out, we hope that the thin plastic oxygen mask will still work. If so, put yours on first so you don't pass out before you can strap this life-saving gadget um, onto your face. So, uh, the prophet, okay, let me go back up here. The reason, the reason I use that analogy, he says, is because in a life or death situation, you are of no help to anyone else if you are not okay. So I ask you, he says, are you okay? These are, uh, these are trying times. First, we need to make sure we are spiritually and emotionally healthy. Otherwise, uh, we're no good to anyone else. And that's not being selfish, he says. It's being realistic. And I completely agree. The prophet Elijah hit the wall of depression after a huge victory. And the Lord told him to rest and eat in First Kings chapter 19, verses 7 through 8. Over and over again in the Psalms, David cried out to the Lord in his depression and despair. Job poured his heart out to God and was raw and real as you can get. So how do we stay positive, sane, and laser focused on our calling during such disruptive times by turning to God's prophetic word? He says, and I completely agree. So I tell you what, that's what I do. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I dropped that. Ah. So anyway, so, um, he says, here's a small checklist of prophetic reminders of God's faithful promise that you can review daily or anytime you need to reboot your perspective after hearing the daily news, especially what I just read to you guys on the chest feeding insanity, just rubbish. Anyway, so Hebrews 13, 5 tells us God will never leave you. Hebrews 13, 6 tells us what can mortals do to you? And if God is for you, who can be against you? Is told to us by Romans chapter 831. Matthew 2820 tells us Jesus is with us to the very end of the age. Psalm 13913 tells us we were put here at this time by God. Psalm 13916 says every day of our lives is sovereignly directed by the Lord. In Philippians 419, God gives us what we need when we need it. Second Corinthians four seventeen, every struggle will be worth it. Nehemiah chapter eight verse ten says the joy of the Lord is our strength as we work. Matthew twenty eight nineteen twenty eight nineteen says keep the main thing the main thing. In Isaiah forty two sixteen, God will lead us through unfamiliar territory. Matthew fourteen twenty five and Mark four thirty eight tells us that Jesus is with us in the storm. And Revelation twenty two twelve reminds us that Jesus is coming soon and his reward is with him. In Psalm eleven four, God is still on the throne. Praise the Lord. So he says, I know it is overwhelming at times to watch the conditions of the world, but it is also an extreme privilege. Privilege, And he's right. 
check out this passage from first Peter that highlights the fact that we are a privileged generation. Folks, I'm going to read this is first Peter chapter one, verses 10 through 12. He says concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you when they spoke of the things that have now been told to you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Mm-mm-mm. So he says, I want you to notice a few things. First, that the pro- first that prophets who wrote much of the Old Testament desperately wanted to understand the timing and the signs, times and circumstances of the coming of the Messiah. Second, they specifically wanted to understand the prophecies related to both sufferings, the cross and the glory that would follow, which was the kingdom age. Third, even angels long to look into these things. So when you find yourself feeling overwhelmed with the news of the day, he says, remind yourself that God is still on the throne, that we are a privileged generation, and that even the prophets and angels longed to see what is right in front of us. Folks, that, uh, that, that little post right there has been adapted from his book, uh, the Chronological Guide to Bible Prophecy. That is Todd Hampton. If you don't have any of his books, I tell you, go get some. I've got a few of them right now loaned out. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, go check them out. So, but that's true, folks. We have to stay in the Word. You got to renew your mind. You got to renew your spirit in the Word of God because this world is depressing and evil and wicked. And if we didn't have Jesus, I'd be terrified if I was you guys. If I didn't have the Lord as my Savior, knew what I was going, when I died, if I die, or when I die, if, he don't go, if I don't go in the rapture first, I would be terrified. I wouldn't even walk out of my house, I tell you what. <laughs> anyway, so the rotten fruit of decades of propaganda and twisted sexual ideas being promoted as normal. David Furioso, Harbinger's Daily dot com uploaded on the 15th of july so stories about the advancement of gender ideology the legal battles parental rights public debate and more are non-stop across the country the gender uh, surrender movement has become a well-oiled machine as it plows through culture corporations and major institutions in america here are just five jaw-dropping headlines david said seattle public schools offer free sex change services to students as young as 13 without Telling parents. Michigan Democrats passed a new bill that could make using wrong pronouns a felony resulting in prison time or a fine of $10,000. Did y'all hear that? Michi- These are headlines. Michigan Democrats passed a new bill that could make using wrong pronouns a felony resulting in prison time or a fine of $10,000. NIH grants $3.3 million for Boston's Children's Hospital to promote gender transitions to opt, I'm sorry, to out-of-state minors. A Texas biology professor claims he was fired for teaching sex is determined by chromosomes X and Y. And that is true. I remember hearing about that. I saw that one. Um, a federal judge orders Wisconsin School District to let trans-identifying students use girls' restrooms. Folks, this is insanity. Where I come from, uh, you get your behind beat for doing something like that. And, of course, you have the police called on you, and you go to jail. 
Mm-hmm. That's what happens in that situation. But not nowadays. No, no. So let's start on the West Coast where the largest government school district in Washington is referring children to a few so-called health and wellness centers to receive free gender affirming care and quote, quote, quote. Oh, what could go wrong? Uh, if you're a middle or high school student in Seattle Public Schools, you can get hormone-blocking medications as well as referring for sex change surgeries. Referrals, I'm sorry, for sex change surgeries. And teachers can keep it from your parents. Washington does not require parental consent for various treatments on uh, children, including for STDs and everything that falls under gender-affirming care, quote-unquote. I lived in Washington, my children would absolutely not be in that cesspool of what they call a school. Anyway, don't want to sense in there. So last year, the post-millennial revealed that the district saw an astounding 853% increase in students identifying as non-binary, it's in quotations because that's not for real, in just three years. Surprise. In Michigan, um, HB 4474 was passed, and according to reports, it could make it a felony to intimidate someone by intentionally using the wrong gender pronouns or causing them to feel threatened by words. What are, what, what are you kidding? Are you, really, folks, am I, are y'all astounded like I am? You know, I think this all goes back to, here's your participation trophy, little Timmy. Oh, this angers me. If I was in school and I was playing in sports and somebody tried to give me a participation trophy, I would tell them where they could put that participation trophy. Mm. But not nowadays, folks. They don't have no shame. They got no shame in their non-game. Let me tell you, these folks don't care. Here's little Timmy. Ha, ha, ha. You got dressed today. Here's your participation trophy. Mm, sorry. You can't tell it was a pretty competitive. But hey. You know, I tell you what, all these women who have competed their whole lives and trained their whole lives for some man to come in because he can't make it in the men's sport. So he has to come play in the women's sport. Yeah. And then take that tile away from them. Mm-hmm. That is terrible, folks. Um, where, where are women, women's rights? Where are these people at? It's all of that equity there's no equality there's a big difference there's a huge difference in the word equity and equality <laughs> look that up yeah i'll tell you what these men they're not men these sissy boys can't compete with real men so they have to go over to the other side of the playing field mm-hmm. so they can beat women i bet they feel proud don't you remember that swimmer dude i bet he was so proud i bet his mama just loved him i bet his daddy was so proud of him i'd be so humiliated but, like I said, there's no shame, folks. No shame. Anyway, we're gonna, I mean, schools teach these people that they teach these kids that look at all this stuff they've indoctrinated kids with. <laughs> and now, now, if you threaten somebody with words, you can go to jail for that. Can you believe we ever thought about it? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You guys remember that when we were kids? Oh, apparently, that's a felony now. Oh my, Red Rover, Red Rover, won't somebody come over? Remember that? And you like clothesline people? Yeah, they don't have that anymore. Dodgeball. Oh, you can't hurt them. I'm like, have you ever been here with a dodgeball? Seriously? Take your glasses off. You ain't going to get hurt. <laughs> I can still hear the sound of that thing hitting somebody's body. Ah, the joys. I'm sorry. 
a little reminiscent there, but uh, yeah, anyway, mm, so anyway, <laughs> he says, I'm not making this up. The bill specifically targets disrespectful acts such as intentional misgendering. Offenders are guilty of a felony punishable by imprisonment for not more than five years or by a fine of not more than $10,000. The bill specifically addresses sexual orientation and gender identity or expression as protected classes. Folks, I want you guys to think about something because I'm thinking about it too. Our Constitution says nothing about gender identity expression as a protected class. When did that law pass? Anybody know that? When did when did that Constitution? How are these states just implementing whatever they want to? You know what I mean? Hey, but I tell you one thing. I mean, I would never live in Michigan anyway. But that's what you got going on up there, Mm-mm. Michigan. Mm. so the radical legislation is clearly unconstitutional that's what i just said so but when when has that ever stopped the left if the michigan senate approves the bill governor gretchen whitmire will of course likely sign it Mm. uh probably with the blood of conservatives anyway so yeah elections have consequences he said the national institute of healthy nih under the Biden administration has given over a 14 million dollars in taxpayer funds for eight project grants specifically focusing on people who identify as transgender uh nearly seven million dollars which is 6.9 million of that is geared specifically for minors boston children's hospital bch raked in a 3.3 million dollar grant for the nih to build a pro transgender website and a training program targeting children in other states yeah, folks, <laughs> the grant actually began in September of 2021. It will end on August 31st, 2023. Last year, BCH was exposed in a scandal when the public found out they were pushing and performing gender transition surgeries on children as young as 13 years old. Whatever happened to do no harm? How can these doctors do this? They know this is harming a child. You want to tell me you got 13 year old girl you're going to remove her breast and give her testosterone it's not going to change your sex folks you cannot change your sex you can change your physicality what you look like on the outside but you cannot change the inside can't change what god made you male and female that's all there is this is child abuse this is and if you go and listen to the ones that had this stuff done now they're in their 20s and they are so so regretful and they wish they would have never done it they are suicide the highest suicide rate is with transgender people who think they're who, who believe this because the world has told them it's okay oh yeah yes exactly you're you're perfectly normal to feel no you are not this is not normalcy but they're not telling them the truth they're telling them a lie they're calling us the haters when in fact we love you we love these people we love you christians love you we want to help you we want christ to come into your heart and save you and to help you the holy spirit can help you with this but no (laughs) no they tell you the lie and they call us the haters and they in fact actually hate you and you can tell right here 
in Texas, a biology professor for the past 20 years says his lessons on chromosomes, human biology, and sex led to his dismissal. Dr. Johnson Varkey taught the same lessons for 20 years, including facts about the human reproductive system and never had any issues until he received a notice of dismissal. Varkey inquired about any complaints, but HR at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas, did not respond. Instead, he received a letter of termination and was told uh, some of the complaints were offensive to the homosexuals and transgender. First, Liberty is handling his case and insists the professor's speech is not only backed by science and his religious beliefs, but is protected under the First Amendment. Did you ever think we would be here in the United States or anywhere in the world? Did you guys ever think this would ever happen. I never thought I'd see this day. So he goes on to say, we were once a healthy, respectful society free, where free speech was protected and people could voice their opinions, disagree with the government, and have an open debate of ideas, but not anymore. Finally, in Wisconsin, a leftist judge ruled a Milwaukee area school district will be forced to allow male students to use the girls' bathroom and locker room if they claim, I mean, identify as female. The Mukwananga, the Mukwananga, Wananga, whatever, area school district can no longer enforce its recent policy that would have protected young girls and banned students from using bathrooms of the opposite sex. The mother of an 11-year-old boy who identifies as a girl filed the lawsuit on behalf of her son, and one judge's decision now blocks the district from keeping him out of the girls' bathroom gender confusion has become a massive issue for children and concerned parents as we've seen outrage discussed in more families either removing their kids from public schools or weighing in on bathroom policies at public school board meetings but is it too late we can clearly see the rotten fruit of decades of propaganda and twisted sexual ideas promoted as normal natural and even healthy back in march he says he referred to this as the quote most programmed generation unquote in history as what we're seeing is an unrelenting marketing campaign aimed primarily at young people as of last year he says approximately 300,000 minors between 13 and 17 years old identified as transgender this is beyond tragic and there's likely no return from it the trans train has become an unstoppable locomotive steaming full speed through our culture he says protecting children is now a controversial issue we must understand two of the primary purposes of those driving the agenda population control and the subjugation of america remember he says the issue is never the issue the issue is the revolution folks this is david furry also uh you can check him out at harbingersdaily.com um check that out folks i'm telling you i can't i just can't emphasize enough if you don't know the lord jesus boy how do you better you better get saved you better cry out to him today ask him to save you today today because you may not we may not be here tomorrow i tell you what when we are yanked out of this world in the, in the rapture when you hear that trumpet call boy howdy I'm t- rapture practice, folks. Rapture. I'm just rapture. I'm in my calves. One of these days, I may get some calves, you know. <laughs> not moo calves, but some calf calves, you know, my legs. But probably not. But anyway, um, as much rapture practice as I do, uh, you know. But anyway, no. So uh, we're going to be gone. We're going to be gone. And you guys that are not believers are going to be left here in this world. Do you get, uh, like, l- listen, listen. We're talking controlled digital currency programmed. Where you can only buy what they say you can buy. 
I'm sorry, Jane. You already had enough beef this month, but uh, you can have some of this lab-grown chicken if you want. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, Gates said. Won't you grab me one of these avocados? It has the appeal chemical on it. Ooh, doggy, that's good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Won't you take this other vaccination? Now you need to get your booster now. Come on. I'm sorry. Did you want to go drive and see your parents? That's 30 minutes away. I'm sorry. You've already used all of your time traveling. I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to see your parents until next year. That's right, because your car has already has all the chips and all that stuff. And boy, you can't go past your 15 minute, you know, city. Now, if you want to walk the 400 miles to go see your parents, ah, that's okay. Or you can take some public education or not education, transportation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, folks. <laughs> It is the end of the end, and you better wake up, snap out of it. Now, listen, you may have never known Jesus in your whole life, and you may have heard, you know, you may have seen some some Christians who were hypocrites. We're all hypocrites, of course. We're all sinners. Hello. And you might say, oh, my gosh, well, I'm never going to go to that church. Or you might have gone to, like, a First Baptist uppity-uppity church. I don't care. I don't care. You may have known some really bad people who claim to be Christians. Hey, you know, they're in everything, right? That's, yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. Your personal relationship with Jesus is the only thing that's going to save you. Your mama, I don't care if your mama was a Christian. I'm thankful if your mama was a Christian, your daddy was a Christian, your daddy's daddy was a Christian. That's fantastic, but that does not make you a Christian. Your mama might have drug you to church your whole life. Like, I went to church every Sunday. I did this. I did Sunday school. Boy, I did all of it. I got baptized and everything. You, that does not make you a Christian. That makes you a sinner uh, who went to church, who sat there and got baptized and all this other stuff. But that don't make you a Christian. And going down to sign this little prayer, you just sign this prayer and the good Lord Jesus. Is that does not make you a Christian. Okay? If you're relying on some prayers you said when you were six or seven or eight or at some Billy Graham concert, I don't care. That doesn't necessarily make you a Christian. It doesn't make you not a Christian, but I'm saying it does not make you a Christian. Your personal relationship with Jesus. It's a personal relationship. You can't rely on your mama's relationship with Christ or your daddy's relationship with Christ. You have to rely on your personal relationship. Have you been convicted of sin? Has the Holy Spirit convicted you? Have you truly been convicted of your wretchedness, your sin, and realize you need a Savior and you can't do it? There's nothing you can do to wash that away. It ain't coming off, honey. It ain't coming off. We are all wretched. If we need a savior, if you've ever sinned, which we all have, if you've ever lied, told a lie, looked at a woman and lust, looked at a man and lust, if you've ever stolen anything, if you whatever, we have all sinned. Just one sin separates you from a holy, righteous God. Boom, you're condemned to hell automatically. You're like, oh, what can I do? Well, you can't do anything. <laughs> Jesus paid it all on the cross. God sent his only begotten son who loved us so much and God loved us so much that he sent his only son he came born of born of the Virgin Mary and born of the Holy Spirit. He is all God, all man. He's not some whatever they want to tell you he is. And if in the Bible says if anybody does not tell you that Jesus Christ is God, then they are of the spirit of the Antichrist. Get away. He is all God and he was all man. He lived the perfect sinless life for us to atone for our sin that we could not do. He died and bled on a cross for us. For you and I, for anyone who would cry out and ask him to save him, he died for the sin of the whole world. So today's the day. 
to get right. God raised him from the dead three days later, and he ascended to heaven, I think it was 40 days later, and he sits on the right hand of the throne of God, the Father. And you know why he sits? Because it's finished. He's done the work. It's done. It's done. He did it. And so when you cry out and you ask Christ to save you, you say, Jesus, please save me. Forgive me of my sins. Please save me. You're saved, the Bible says. Read Romans, Romans 8 and 9. Read those. Let me tell you, if you wait until the rapture has happened, you will be left in this world. And I tell you what, it may look bad right now. It's looking worse and worse. And I'm telling you, it's going to get worse and worse. I'm leading up to the tribulation until Daniel 9, when he tells them that. Oh, my goodness, folks. I'm telling you, it's coming. But if you're left, I just want you to know that Antichrist will hunt you down and kill you, behead you, murder you, whatever it takes, torture you. Satan hates Christians, but you need to know what's coming. And this is not when people say, oh, it's tribulations. We're going to go through tribulations. Yes. Nobody ever said as Christians that we will not go through trials and tribulations and persecutions. Nowhere in the Bible. It actually guarantees that we will go through that as Christians because we are in this world. We are not of this world. God said if they hated him, they'll hate us. The world doesn't know us. Didn't know him, doesn't know us. So nowhere in the Bible to say, come on, little Timmy, won't you just say this prayer? You just sow that seed into my ministry and God going to bless you 100 fold. You just don't have enough faith, little Timmy. God would heal you if you had enough faith. Blasphemy. The Bible says that they would make merchandise of you. If you look into the Oki James Version, I love that part. We'll make merchandise of you. It's not true. If you don't read your word of God, you do not know the word of God. If you don't read God's letter to you, you don't know it, and anybody will lead you astray. That's just not God's best. You want to live your best life now. Let me tell you something. If you follow Joe Olstein, this is your best life. Because <laughs> your next life ain't going to be very pretty. I'm just telling you. It's going to be horrific. Hell is for real, just like heaven is for real. Hell is for eternity, just like heaven is for eternity. You need to make your eternal decision today. Today. We could all be raptured out of here in the twinkling of an eye. They call the trumpet. The dead in Christ is going to rise first. And then we who are alive and remain, we caught up together with them in the clouds and we'll be with the Lord forever and ever. And you guys will be left here for them to tell you that the aliens took them. Aliens, the, the universe absorbed them into the consciousness because, you know, they just didn't think like we did. Mother Earth got angry. Whatever they want to come up with, the lie that they can. Folks, there's so much deception right now. You see them all now. You see them all, the aliens, you got all this stuff. Those are demons, folks. Those are manifested demons. And if you have not checked out Jan Markell's two-part series with Pastor Billy Crone, go to olivetreeviews.org right now and watch those. You can catch them on her YouTube channel, Rumble channel, wherever you want to go and watch her. Dude, I say go and do it right now. It's totally worth it. Your eyes will be opened. To, if you don't really know what's going on right now, your eyes will be opened. But guys, I want to tell you, I, I I I love you. I love all of you. I love the people who hate me, you know, because what's the Bible say? If you just love those who love you, well, what good is that, right? You have to love those who hate us, right? We, we need to pray for those who you spitefully use us and hate us. We have to. We have to. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that hate me, but I thank God that people prayed for me. And if they probably did hate me, I'm even more so grateful that they paid, prayed for me. And we're commanded to do that as Christians. I've been reading in, um, um, 
what was I reading in today? <laughs> I went completely blank. Um, but it was talking about love. You know, if you just love the brethren, you know, God has called us to love folks. We need to love them. This world, if you read Romans 1, hateful, boasters, inventors of evils. This is where we're at. We as Christians need to be the salt and the light. And I'm not saying just love everybody, like just love their sin and just, oh, honey, that's okay, whatever. you. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we need to love everybody. Show them love, the love of the Father, the love of Jesus. Tell them the truth, but show them love. Because in this world right now, love is not uh, not pretty prevalent. Now, there's they call it love, <laughs> but that's not love. That's not true love. And it's brought to my attention um, by a listener uh, and friend, Michelle. Uh, let me know what's going on over there in her neck of the woods. Um, folks, if you see um, toddlers in the middle of the interstate, be very cautious um, if you want to stop and help that child. Um, evil is rampant, and they will invent new ways to be evil. We know this. Remember Ted Bundy? And where I'm, you know, uh, here in Texas, I took, you know, criminal justice. And I'm telling you, they've been using employees like this for a very long time. Sometimes they'll even leave like a, um, like a little car seat, you know, maybe like a little doll. So when you drive by, you're like, oh, gosh. Or they even leave like boxes with puppies in the middle of the highway. Be very, very, very careful, guys, what you do. And I'm telling you, if you do not have a firearm to protect yourself with, you need to get that. Get you some pepper gel and a really recommend spray because it could come back on you. Gel is a little harder to come back on you. Get you a stun gun. Carry a knife. I don't care what you do, but you need to be able to protect, protect yourself. Go find you an instructor that teaches Krav Maga. That is the Israeli uh, fight tactic. Um, guys, it's, you need to be able to protect yourself. I'm just saying world is getting evil and more evil, just like God said it was going to before he came back to take us home. And uh, you need to be able to protect yourself. And I always say, you better get you some food. You better get you some food. Because <laughs> we don't know how long we are going to be here and how much of the tribulation we are going to see. Um, but we will see uh, it's we're definitely going to see it leading up to the tribulation and if you haven't read you need to read the four horsemen you need to read all that um, in the book of revelation the bible says for anybody who hears it and heeds the word and reads the word there in the book of revelation god will bless you so what are you waiting for it's the only book in the bible the promise is the blessing if you read it heed it and listen to it or hear it so what are you waiting for Get you a good Bible study comment. I like John MacArthur. He's a very good expository preacher, teacher, and I absolutely love that. And so I have his books and so his study Bible and things. So anyway, I had a software too. Um, anyway, um, uh, well, his study Bible on my phone <laughs> and I actually have it in print too, but it's easier for my blind, you know, person to, <laughs> to see it on my phone or my um, iPad. But anyway, guys, it, it is um, lots of stuff going on, lots of stuff but in the next program okay so i didn't get to get to a whole lot of stuff that i really wanted to um you know the u.n prepares emergency power to set the stage for global government by michael snyder we'll talk about that one but the mass casualty i went back to this so the mass casualties um in these um, um concerts which is uh, dr william makus via global research upload on the 14th uh technocracy.news says what is happening with mass casualty events at concerts this is this has now happened several times since covid 19 vaccines have rolled out simultaneous cardiac arrest dozens hospitalized or dead july 8th 2023 ed sharon concert in pittsburgh two people went into cardiac arrest 17 
19 people were taken to the hospital. You can go check that out. Ed Sheeran took the stage at the city's um, Accretion Stadium on Saturday, the 8th of July, to entertain the biggest Pittsburgh crowd he's ever played in front of, with an estimated 51,000 fans piling in to see the Englishman. Things took a turn among some gig goers, though, who fell ill during the performance. Emergency services were called to more than 37 incidents and 17 people were taken to the hospital, including a stadium worker and a medic. Two people went into cardiac arrest, including a venue worker as well as a paramedic. So on uh, October 29th in 2022 in Seoul, South uh, or uh, Korea, um, Halloween party results in 159 deaths from simultaneous cardiac arrest Mm-mm-mm. guys telling you it is in and here's a little clip from um it's a times of india.com and it says this was the first halloween celebration since the pandemic halloween tragedy what led to the mass cardiac key points on signs causes and others to know and it's highlighted here the mass death of more than 150 people due to cardiac arrest came as a shocker to everyone especially those who had come out for the first time after two years to celebrate Halloween. Well, it's not celebrating Halloween anyway, but anyway. So, uh, 100 injured, around 50 people suffered cardiac arrest and stampede at Halloween Festival in Seoul. And uh, there's a little, quite a little bit more um, to that article if you guys want to check it out. But it's, hmm, you know, it's like a satanic events and, you know, uh, like sacrifices. And so, Jan Markell talks a little bit about that on her program this time because with all these uh, disappearances and this, this kind of stuff going on. Hmm, there is uh, there is a calendar out there for satanic activity, and you guys need to go to getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com with Pastor Billy Crone, and check out his website. You can find that calendar there, and you're going to be appalled. But things happen, and you guys need to be aware of it. And so we will get to the rest of these articles, maybe later on this afternoon or maybe tomorrow. You never know. But um, with that, guys, I, I'm really going to get off here this time. So I got things to do, but I'm going to get off of here and um, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get in to you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Thank you guys for listening and may God bless each and every one of you as we await the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ.